Hey guys, this is Anna. So before we get today, get on with the show today, let's hear from our sponsor. Hey guys, this is Ramblings of a Transgender Christian. I am your host, Anna Hudock. So yeah, um, first off, um, happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month to you all. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of a different Pride Month than last year, wasn't it? Last year, we were very much... You know, full swing into the Black Lives Matter um, protests after George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. Um, I mean, we really didn't have much of a Pride Month last month. I mean, we pretty much focused as a community on Black Lives Matter. Like, we, like pretty much the general consensus I saw online was we're giving up Pride Month. Um, we're going we're gonna to willfully give up Pride Month to focus on Black Lives Matter. So we really did not have much of one last month year. And then, of course, J.K. Rowling came out as a massive turf, which put a further, you know, um, dark umbrella over it, you know, in addition to COVID. So last year's Pride Month was not very, not, not good at all. But this year, uh, the pro- Black Lives Matter protests have, for the most part, died down outside of a few areas. Um, you know, then uh, there's... So far, nobody has come out as a massive turf. I'm just waiting for that to happen. Um, <clears throat> you know, we should we, we should like start a betting pool. Like, who, what what famous author or celebrity or whatever comes out as a turf this year, and then writes a turf manifesto like J.K. Rowling. We should totally do that. Um, but yeah, I have no. I, I have no no true guess at the moment, but, like, give me a moment. Give, give me a little bit. I'll think of something. But anyway, so, yeah, definitely, hopefully, this will be a much better Pride Month this year. You know, we can actually maybe celebrate a little bit, celebrate how far we've come, and, you know, also kind of keep in mind how much further we have to go, you know? Um, I definitely feel that this Pride Month is definitely super, like, probably the most important in a very long time for the trans community. Um, seeing that there is a record number of anti-trans bills um, in state legislatures this year, and more trans people have been killed here in America than any year previous. So, like, it, this is very important for the community this year, um, and especially, of course, the Transgender Day of Remembrance later this year. That will be a very, very solemn day, more so than usual, um, unfortunately, but this year, you know, hopefully this month we can at least be able to celebrate our identities and how far we've come, at least a little bit this year, um, definitely, we need to really work hard on trans visibility, um, this month, um, seeing that (laughs) things are not good for us at all this month, um, so, right, this year, so, uh, for the community, so yeah, anyway, um, Happy Pride Month, all. So, yeah. Whew. All right, so what should I talk about today? I'm going to be honest. I actually don't really have much to actually... Like, I, I really did not come much prepared of this episode. I am definitely kind of making it up as I go along and just being straight up. Sunday, let's see, Saturday. What was I doing Saturday? Oh, yeah, I was playing Saints Row 4 all day. That's what I was doing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was doing nothing important Saturday. I was literally just sitting my ass, sitting on my ass playing Saints Row 4 all day. So, I totally should have come up with something and started working on it on Saturday, but I didn't. Sunday was stupid busy, and yesterday I was super depressed, 
and sitting on my ass playing Saints Row 4 all day. Uh, yeah, yesterday was not, not, not a good day. I got a not very good letter from uh, the apartment landlord. Um, I guess very fucking confusing, but I guess now we got to pay for like water and trash pickup, which is not great. Um, that's why I think it's sane. Uh, I think so. That's what we're going with. So, yeah, not, not, not happy about that, especially when I really don't have a job at the moment. Um, and then the second person I've known in two, in one year. So the second person in I've known in one year um, seems to have killed themselves. So last year, you know, and it's not 100% confirmed yet. Um, but just from what I can tell, it seems like they did. They went on the Instagram and, you know change her profile to save it for dead and they posted a picture they deleted all of the pictures on her account and they posted up a new one basically implying that they had ended for life and they are very active on Twitter but ever since you know about an hour before they posted changed everything on Instagram they have not posted since so um I am definitely quite worried um my assumption is they have killed this, so I am just holding on to hope because last year I kind of had to deal with it. There was this one trans girl who I was helping out last year. She asked me a question I could not answer at the time, so I did. So I just kept quiet. Um, and then eventually, once I did, could answer, I was too much of a coward to go back and answer. Then, and I found it shortly afterwards she killed herself. I de- I'm not gonna lie; I definitely placed the blame for that one squarely on my shoulders. Like, I could have helped her. And I didn't. I ran away like a coward. So that was hard last year. Um, and now this one, the kid, who had just hit on me pretty recently. Like, it's like, I, like, he was the first one to ever hit on me. Like, I, like, I, like, they, like, uh, yeah. Now, now I feel even worse about how I reacted to him hitting on me. So, I have never been hit on before until last week. And this kid who I believe has killed himself, uh, you know, we, we were acquaintances from YouTube. He and I were part of some YouTube drama. I'm pretty sure I've deleted all the YouTube drama videos now because um, I didn't want my channel to be known for it. Um, but yeah, we went up against the turf, went on for a ridiculously fucking long time. Um, and we and we became decent acquaintances, pretty good acquaintances over that bullshit, you know. Over that um, YouTube drama. I mean, let's put it this way. It, like, you kind of have to become the, at least somewhat of acquaintances when the person you're beefing against literally posts a prayer um, on YouTube of their praying in French a, a prayer of death over you. So, you know, <laughs> you, you kind of become comrades in arms in this sense. You know, not necessarily comrades in arms, but you know, at least acquaintances in arms. Um, but yeah, anyway, so last week he hit on me on Instagram. I have never been hit on before. Uh, I did not handle it well um, at all. I sat there quiet uh, for a bit and immediately posted on Facebook, you know, to my to a few of my close friends, like, "What the fuck do I do?" Like, and I and like I posted like the screenshots, you know. Of course, I you know like um. Painted out his uh, avatar and his Instagram name and everything, so we didn't know who it was, you know. But still, this is like you know, like how do I fucking respond to this? Like, how do you re- how do you react to being hit on? 
because um, I was not handling it well. I like I had no idea what to fucking think or feel. And then, um, so like, then he was just like, huh? You know, and he clearly wanted a response. I was, and, you know, I just made this up, like, this, like, I mean, it was true, you know, but this really embarrassing answer, like, I don't really know how to respond. Used to being told I'm the fucking ugliest woman on earth, which is absolutely true. Um, you have no idea how many, um, I'm talking to the podcast audience now, by the way, um. You have no idea how many times on YouTube I've had to block people um, from the channel um, because people really love telling me that I am the ugliest woman they've ever seen. People really love telling me fat. You know, I kind of well, like I'm used to being told I'm fucking ugly. I don't really know how to respond to be honest. Yeah, it was clear clear that it, he, he wasn't handling. It. He didn't like that answer, and I felt pretty bad. Um, you know, after a little bit, kind of, kind of got my feelings together and realized I fucking hated it. I feel felt very uncomfortable with being hit on. Um, I really just don't like being hit on. That's why I kind of came to realize, even remotely, I did not handle it well. I even wrote a whole fucking blog article about it, how much I hated being hit on. Uh, you know, and this kid, you know, who... We are YouTube acquaintances, and just last week, hit on me, like, he, he, he appears to have off himself. Yeah, that's, so yeah, second person I've known, um, in one year. If it's assuming that it's true, you know, but he has, like, not easy. Not, 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 not. Like, it's not like I, and I gotta pretend like I'm so, sitting here in fucking sorrow and mourning and, like, like, you know, like, I didn't know them well enough to, like, you know, be, like, super sorrowful or anything, you know, but, like, I knew them well enough to at least feel some sort of grief. Like, like, I do feel sad. Like, Wow. Or dead, you know, um, and it, 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 like I don't know, and it kind of just makes me really think about you know like my limited experience with people dying, like dealing with people dying. Like I'm trying to think like what people that I knew, you know, I was kind of close to have died in my life. I mean, there's this one guy named David Billings when I was a little kid. He came to. Um, our house every Sunday after church, um, along with another family, um, and I played video games with him just about every damn Sunday, you know, um, we'd often play, uh, Crash Team Racing, you know, like, you know, all the quote-unquote, you know, all the guys, you know, um, me included, you know, because at that time I was definitely living as a guy, you know, being a little toddler, you know, had to, um, you know, would play video games, you know, watch um, YouTube. I, you know, well, when YouTube started up, there, we, we, we watched on YouTube. But when we first started meeting every Sunday, uh, there was no YouTube. Um, but, you know, like near the end of it, you know, like when, when, like just before he died, YouTube was started becoming a thing, kind of like started... People kind of started hearing about YouTube. I remember watching some videos on YouTube. Like, I had no idea what the fuck that site was. 
exactly. I just thought it was some random ass weird website that I had brought up because, like, I knew what like AOL and Yahoo were and all that bullshit, you know. But like YouTube, like, what the fuck is that? Um, but yeah, I am old enough to remember. I am just barely old enough to remember life without YouTube. Last generation to do so. <laughs> you know, that must be the last generation to remember um, dial-up internet, um, landline phones, VHS tapes, cass- uh, cassette tapes. I remember all that shit, you know? I, 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 that's the shit I grew up with. I remember listening to, um, uh, to... I don't even remember what album it was, but it was a Chicago album. Um, I don't remember which one it was, but... And we had that on tape, and I would listen to that a lot. Um, we had a huge VHS collection. I still remember the very first time I saw a DVD. I do. I remember that. Um, you know, I was fucking confused. Like, it, it blew my poor little mind. Like, I was really young. Like, I have no idea what movie it was. You know, now that I think about it, it might have been Ice Age. I mean, I could be 100% wrong. I feel like it might have been Ice Age. At a risk, where's down under? One of those who probably, because um, those are like you know two of the biggest films of my childhood. Um, I watched those all the damn time. Um, I like I remember sitting there looking at that DVD menu and it's like, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Like, I remember just sitting there like, what what's going on? Like well, how, how do you do this? And I remember. When the movie ended, like, I started getting up and trying to figure out, like, how the fuck do you rewind this DVD? <laughs> and I had to sit there and, like, no, 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 honey, you don't have to rewind it. It's a DVD. You don't rewind DVDs. And I just could not grasp that. Like, I genuinely could not grasp. Like, wait, what? You don't have to rewind? Like, how does it not, like, how do you? Like, I remember literally being, like, a bit, like, how does the movie go back to the start the next time if you don't rewind it? Like, I genuinely could not understand it. And of course, you know, I recognize there's probably a few people listening right now like, wait, what? what what's this rewinding bullshit? Um, wait, you, had a, you said to rewind movies all the way to the beginning? Like, when, when, when the movie ended? What? Yeah, yes, kids. To, to all of you who are, too young, who are too young to have lived in a world of VHS tapes. You have no idea how fucking lucky you are. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, you know, and, and, and I was talking to last week to my sister's boyfriend. He, uh, he was over for the week at my parents, and, and I went and visited on Saturday. Um, not Saturday and not Saturday, on Wednesday and Sunday, but mostly Wednesday, because it was my sister's birthday that day, and... Um, he and I were just talking, you know, kind of talking a little bit, you know. The first time he and I were really talked at all, you know. Um, we just never really talked at all, you know, before then. And we were kind of sitting, and he was, and we were sitting there reminiscing about our childhoods, you know, like how we grew up with VHS tapes, dial-up internet, and all that bullshit. And he was just like, <clears throat> how, you know, fr- like, there were like a bunch of freshmen at his, at his college um, just like a few months ago who... They, like there's so there's still apparently like a VHS player at the college, and um, or like they had VHS tapes or something. I'm not really one hundred percent certain. And you know, like the little tape inside of it was sticking out, you know. And the kids are like, "Wait, what, how do you deal with this?" Like, they, it, like they were talking like, "Maybe we need to throw the thing out. Maybe we have to break it open or something." And it was just like, "Oh yeah, 
that's really easy to deal with. Just give me a picket. Does anybody have a pencil? And they added them one, and you know, he just rolled it up like that, you know, fix it the way that you, you do with VHS tapes. And the kids were just like, it, like the little freshmen were just like, whoa, how did you know to do that? Like, it was like a fucking, like, they, like to them, it was like a fucking magic trick. Oh, God. And you know, like, these, these are fr- college age friends. These are college freshmen. He's like a junior or a senior in college. Hey, I forget which. This is like three or four years difference. We're both Gen Z, you know? He he and those college freshmen are both Gen Z. You know, this is why, you know, like, it's it's crazy. Like, for like 19, he's like 21, you know, or something like that. 20, like, yeah, he's like, he's for like 18, 19, he's like 21, I believe. You know, and it's just like, there's that much of a difference, like, our worlds are that fucking different in just a few di- years. This is why, you know, I feel like that they really fucked up with, like, if I ever need to start doing micro-generations, you know, because, I'm sorry, Gen Z is way too fucking broad. Just even, like, you know, like, I'm 22. The kids who, the kids who are, like, 18 now, our worlds are completely different. You know, we grew up in 100% completely different worlds in every way. Um, you know, and, but, you know, or, you know, maybe they could have booched up, you know, uh, the millennial um, a definition. Because, like, I think they generally have, like, millennial sitting at, um, like, ending around, like, 1995, you know. It's like, move it up to um, 2000, 2001. You know, like, I'm sorry, I, like, <laughs> elder Gen Zers like me, I have far more in common with millennials than we do, like, kids even just three, four years younger than us. You know, like, because unfortunately, the idiots who can't come up with the generations thing, you know, um, they decided to come up with this stupid idea that, hey, we should do it based on whether you remember 9-11 or not, which is a stupid, stupid um, criteria for it. Like, who cares if you remember 9-11 or not? Okay? Like, the technological advancements mean a lot damn more than 9-11. Okay? Technological advancements are what change the world. You know? I'm sorry, but, like, I still remember dial-up internet. I remember VHS tapes. I used VHS tapes. Nobody under the age of, like, 18 did. Like, like, you were born in, like, 2001, 2002. You didn't use them. Like, at least it's very unlikely you did. I don't remember them. You know, so it's, like, just so dumb. So dumb. Like, there's no good reason. Like, it's such a boomer view. Like, hey, let's just do it off of the big world event. Like, no. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't relate to people. Born into, like, born on, you know, even on born on 9-11. I don't relate to you at all. We're, di- we're different generations. We grew up in different worlds. You know? Like, it, it's so dumb how they, you know, define, you know, like, who's in what generation. Like, is it, it, it just shows how damn out of touch they are. You know? Like, no, like, just because I don't remember 9-11, does it mean that I have all this much in common with other, with younger Gen Zers? I have nothing in, like, I'm sorry, I don't have much in common with the younger Gen Zers. You know, I have a lot in common with millennials. That, that, that's, that's who I have um, 
a lot of in common with. And, you know, and I talk to other, you know, Gen Zers who are about my age and, are, and like all of us are just like, oh yeah, like they, 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 they fucked up royally by not considering us millennials. Like we are definitely, we, we, we you know, we're, we're, we, we, we you know, it's nice to be able to call ourselves Zoomers, you know, so that we, you know, we don't have the baggage that the millennial generation does. But at the same time, you know, it's like also, you know, the intellectually honest um, answer is, oh yeah, we are definitely much more in line with millennials than we are with um, Gen Zers. Like, yeah, like I, I, I can't relate to younger Gen Zers at all. Like, none of us. Um, Younger, like, at least maybe they need to come up with a um, to a uh, to, to, to with a micro generation for us. I mean, I guess they, there kind of is one. Zillennials, you know, Zillennials. Still, it's just like ugh, just don't relate to gen, younger Gen Zers at all. Very different world. Um, millennials, I could definitely relate to a lot too. Outside of being able to remember nine eleven, you know, can't remember that one, but other than that totally relate. We grew up in very similar worlds. You know what I'm saying? At least younger millennials, you know, along with younger millennials. But yeah. Anywho, I, I, I feel like I've pontificated long enough about that. I don't even know why the hell I went on that rant, but hey, we're making up this episode. Um, we're just, we're all make, we're just making all up. Um, let's see. What else is there? Okay. What kind of world is it where, you know, the government, they confirm the existence of UFOs and they have no idea where the fuck they came from? And is it isn't the biggest news on the fucking planet? I, like, I must know. I'm sorry. I, like, and I want to make it clear, I am definitely a believer. I believe that there are aliens out there. Um... It's like, I genuinely believe that these are aliens. I totally believe that. That, the only other acceptable answer for me, for all these leaked videos, is time travelers. Now, which actually genuinely horrifies me. I don't want time travel to ever be a thing. Uh, God only knows what damage you could do using time travel. Um, so I'm really just hoping it's aliens from another planet. I really do. I, I, I fucking hope there are Vulcans out there. And they are just waiting for us. Um, but at the same time, I don't want them to reveal themselves quite yet. Because the world is not ready. The, the world is not ready for aliens' existence, okay? <laughs> I can't even imagine how much this would tear the, the world apart. Like, I'm sorry. Like, we are so fucking divided. Especially here in America as a country. Like, if the existence of aliens were to happen, like, this would fucking tear us apart. Like, there'd be, like, a concern. It's like, look at all those woke libtards, you know, um, setting all these aliens, these illegal aliens, literally illegal aliens, you know, for aliens, you know. Like, we should just be shooting them for a threat to America. We don't know what they can do. If we're illegally invading on us, if we're threatening, and then, you know, all of us liberals are like, you know, the left. I, I can't believe I call myself a liberal. Oh, dear God. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh I, I'm going to have to wash my mouth out with soap calling myself a liberal. Us, you know, lefties, you know, especially those of us who are per- actual progressives, you know, um, Marxists, um, you know, we'll be like, 
Yeah, welcome, baby. Take it, take, take us to your leader, fucker. Come on, let's go. Welcome, welcome to America. Check out everything we got. Hey, have you have you ever tried pizza? I'll take you to the to the best pizza place in town. Let's try it out. You know, it would cause a literal civil war, and I'm not even joking. So I don't want him to reveal themselves yet. I have no faith in humanity to handle aliens well, like at all. I really don't. Um, but, I, but I totally believe that everything that we are seeing are aliens. Because I genuinely do believe. I believe in aliens. Totally. 100%. And I want to believe that they're Vulcans. More specifically. I recognize that's probably not real. But, you know. Still, you know. A, a Star Trek fangirl can dream, can she? Uh, <laughs> And I just had to, I just had to make a mention of that. I wanted to talk about that in the last episode, but like I just never got around to it. So yeah, um, so I, I I gotta talk about this. Um, I don't know what journal this was, but there was a medical journal, and they actually wrote this. I am not joking. This was in a actual medical journal. Once again, I don't know which one, but this was posted on Twitter. Um, so yeah, this one user Nova, she wrote, oh fuck, this was in an actual medical journal. I am going to cry, LMAO. And here's what she took the picture of. Um, so so this is what the medical journal wrote. Hormone replacement therapy has many nicknames among trans feminine people, including titty pills, titty skittles, smart titties. (laughs) Chicklets. I when it, and this may be the best. I'm probably making this podcast episode's title this um, anti-systemines. <laughs> yes, anti-systemines. Bravo, Br- bravo to you whoever came up with that. You are a national hero. Um, we need to make a day in your honor. Um, anyway, mammary mints. Lifesavers, which is probably the best out of them all, if we're being completely honest. Not because it's not funny or cute at all, but it's totally, totally the most truthful of them all. Like, like, I mean, I've said this many times before, especially if you didn't know you've been following my blog or Twitter for a long time. You know, I was ready to kill myself. Like, literally the only reason I'm still alive was because, okay, I can go to the fucking informed consent clinic on March 12th, 2020... Just gotta live until uh, March 11th, actually. Sorry, March 11th. You know, I just gotta live until then. You know, and but even then, you know, I still almost killed myself several times while waiting to be able to go to that informed consent clinic. Like literally, the only reason I'm still alive is because of HRT. So definitely the best one on here, simply for the fact that it's the most truthful. Like you know, like it's got the most like you know bang behind it. You know, you could say. But not as funny as the uppers. But anyway, let's get back to, you know, more cute, you know, uh, funny ones. Um, Tit tacks. <laughs> Breast mints. <laughs> not gonna lie, that one, th- 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 both of those are actually pretty damn clever. Feminems, which may be my personal favorite. I'm not 100% certain. But it's, it's tied for my favorite along with the supper one. Antibiotics. Transmission fluid and a notorious HRT. 
Yeah, this was they they actually published this in an actual medical journal. Whoever did that, I, I whoever had the spine to write all that shit down in an actual medical journal, I just want you to know I am proud of you. And I mean that. I like I am legitimately genuinely proud of you for putting that down. Do you understand trans femme culture quite well? But now I kind of want to know. I, I can be honest. I really don't know any um, trans male um, nicknames for uh, hormone replacement therapy. Like I, I, I kind of got it. Like I, like after reading all of this, like I knew a few of those, but a lot of them I didn't. Like I, I must know. You know, from you know, what what do trans men nickname um, hormone replacement therapy? Like I must know. Please email me. Please, please. Or send me a message on Twitter, please, please, trans men who have nicknames for it, please, I must know. This, this inquiring trans girl must find out. Anyway, so yeah, there was that. Um, I just love that they put that in a medical journal. That's literally the only reason I'm talking about it is because these terms are now legitimized in the, sci- in the medical community. Like, like there are doctors who are reading that, you know, um, and now they understand what we're talking about. Like, these are legit terms now. So go into your doctor and ask for them titty pills. So, anyway. Fucking love that. Uh, holy fuck. Uh, let me see here. Oh, shit. Um, okay, so. Um, I, I came across this on Twitter. So, this is a perfect example of how um, gender dysphoria is not strictly limited to trans people. Cisgender people experience gender dysphoria, too. So, this one person, this one Twitter user, I forget who it was, they put side to side two descriptions of gender dysphoria. One by a trans person, Elliot Page, and the other one by a cisgender woman, Amanda Bynes. So, this is, you know, Elliot Page... Him describing gender dysphoria. Um, That was a pretty intense time, he said through tears. I remember thinking it was impossible to communicate with people how unwell I was. Obvious, because, oh gosh. It's impossible to communicate with people how unwell I was because obviously there was, there was so much excitement. He's talking about Juno. Um, Juno unexpectedly became a big hit. I became quite known. I felt like I couldn't express the degree of pain that I was in. According to Page, the low point arrived at the Oscars in 2008, where Juno was up for four awards. I could not look at a photo from that red red carpet, Page said, adding that certain items of clothing, like the ones he had to wear on the red carpet, made him, quote-unquote, feel ill. So yeah, pretty... So yeah, you know... Something that you'd probably normally hear from. I am so sorry. I literally just dropped my phone. I literally lost control of my hands there for some odd reason. Like, my fingers just, like, started going all over the place. Like, holy fuck. Anyway. So, um, so, so sorry about that. Um, very professional I am. Very, very, very professional. Um, anyway. So, Amanda Bynes. A cis woman. This is... Her talking about what is obviously gender dysphoria. But she's the man 
a modern update on Shakespeare's Twelfth Night that saw Bynes play a teen girl dressing in drag to pose as her brother, led to, in Bynes' words, an interesting experience after it wrapped. When the movie came out and I saw it, she says, I went into a deep depression for four to six months because I don't like how I looked when I was a boy, she paused. I've never told anyone that. Seeing herself with short hair and sideburns was, quote-unquote, a super strange and out-of-body experience. It just really put me into a funk. So yeah, I... She clearly experienced gender dysphoria here. And I just really wanted to read that. So that, you know, like I feel like it's good to be reminded that it's, gender dysphoria is not exclusively a trans experience. This is something that everyone can experience. Cisgender people can get gender dysphoria too. And I felt like this was a good reminder for everybody that this is a universal experience um, that you can experience. You know, not everybody feels it, you know, necessarily, but everybody can experience this. This is not just a trans-exclusive thing. But yeah, um, let me see. How long have I been recording? Um, not gonna lie, I'm starting to kind of run out of energy. Um, alright, I think we're gonna talk about, uh, this one last thing. Um, saw this on Twitter as well. So, uh, this one dude, Eric Reed. I have no idea who the fuck he is. All I know is that he is, just judging on this, this tweet, a fucking idiot. And here's what this fucking idiot decided to tweet on Twitter. Um, from my experience as a pastor, often when people are reconsidering whether or not they're still Christian, it's usually because they want to sleep with somebody the Bible says they can't. What the fuck? Okay, question. How many people have you ever been around that left the church? Because I guarantee you it's zero. <laughs> If this is the bullshit tweet you're tweeting out, or it's one, and that one person did it because they apparently couldn't sleep with, the, with somebody at the Bible, so you couldn't. So fucking bullshit. And obviously, you know, this is this is an obvious, um, you know, like a obvious veiled um, target at LGBT people. Um, pretty much everybody I saw, kind of, most people seem to recognize it. In the fucking thread or in quote tweets, you know? Um, people are like, oh yeah, this is a veiled shot at the LGBT community. So, way to be a fucking homophobe, you fucking idiot. You know, pretending once again that the Bible is anti-LGBT when it's literally not in any way. Um, but yeah, so yeah. We, but, so this fucking idiot wants to pretend that... You know, the Bible's anti-LGBT. But even so, you know, let, let, let's pretend it's not. Okay, how many people left a church because the Bible said you can't sleep with that woman? Uh, you know, like, let's pretend that you're a man or, you know, or, you know, I guess we could also pretend you're a woman, you know, like, whatever, you know. Probably are, you know, depending which one. You know, like, and it, oh, fucking hell, how do, you, how do you put this? You know, um, sleep with someone, uh, you know, let's say you're straight, you know, and you want to sleep with someone of the opposite gender you're not married to. Are you seriously leaving the church? Because the Bible says you can't. Like, no, like, 
People do it anyway, and they go to church on Sunday. What the fuck are you talking about? I know many people at church who slept around, cheated on their spouses, and all that bullshit, and went to church every damn Sunday. None of them ever considered leaving the church uh, just because the Bible says they could. No, they just did it anyway because they didn't give a shit. Nobody leaves the Bible. You know, they chose you because of that, you know. Now, uh, now, of course, this is clearly, you know, him taking a shot at LGBT people. Saying, gay people are leaving the church because, they, you know, they just, they want to go off and live like themselves, you know. They, 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 they prefer listening to themselves, you know. Man's wisdom rather than God's wisdom. Um, Yeah, because the Bible doesn't actually say that. Uh, homosexuality is sin. I, I, I hate to break it to you. No, actually, I don't hate to break it to you. Um, in fact, I would love to genuinely debate you on this. I'm not even exaggerating or joking one bit. Uh, because the Bible is not anti-gay in any way, shape, or form. There is no scripture where it says homosexuality is abhorrent. The only way that you could ever find that is if you read, if you purposely misinterpret the scriptures, which... Pretty much all of our modern translations are purposeful mistranslations um, for the sole purpose of slamming the LGBT community or taking shit out of context. Or in the case of Sodom and Gomorrah, literally just making shit up. Like, I'm sorry, the Bible does not say that Sodom's sin was homosexuality. It doesn't. To, to claim that Sodom's sin was people being gay, you literally have to make shit up. What the Bible says was that it was inhospitality, and sexual immorality. What was the sexual immorality? Rape. That is pretty fucking obvious if you read the scripture, that it was rape. You know? Cause, especially because it doesn't make any sense. It would be, you know, burning because gay, because the Bible doesn't condemn homosexuality anywhere. You know, and I love it, you know, and of course, um, because I also love to bring up, I think it was um, Romans 1, where it says, you know, Man gave up, you know, natural relations to sleep with other men and women sleep with other women. If they're not talking about gay relationships, you know, normal, loving gay relationships. We're talking about, you know, straight people doing, you know, sleeping, you know, in a homosexual fashion. Uh, you know, having sex with uh, homosexual sex. Um, basically as sacrifice, in sacri you know, in acts to worship other gods. You know, or even if you want to, you know, even if you, even if you think that's too much of a stretch to say that it was, you know, in worship of our gods, it's still at least, you know, talking about straight people going against their nature. Because guess what? If you're gay, it's not against your nature to sleep with a person of the same sex. You know what's going against a gay person's nature? Sleeping with someone of the opposite sex. So how the fuck can it be talking about gay people? No, it's clearly talking about straight people. Holy fuck. Like, this should be fucking obvious. Um, it really should be. Unfortunately, you know, we, 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 we gotta hate, we, we gotta hate the people who are different than us. Um, because we're, because we're a fucking stupid species. But yeah, just fucking awful. Um, just genuinely fucking awful what this idiot wrote. Um, and it's just another symptom that evangelicals are not ready to give up for anti-gay smears. 
despite the fact that the Bible is no way anti-LGBT. But then again, evangelicals have their own Bible, that they, that, where they get to make up whatever the fuck they want, you know? Jesus was a Republican, obviously, you know? Um, oh, take care of the poor and the homeless and the orphan and the widow? No. No, the Bible... Just ignore that, and while we um, do everything we can to fuck over the homeless and the poor and the orphan and the widow, you know, you know, just pull up, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Obviously, that's it's really what it is, and you have a moral, um, and, and it's it being poor is a moral failing. Homeless people, you know, should be thrown into jail just for being homeless. You know, clearly those are you know very biblical positions. Obviously. Um, Jesus totally would have gone along with that, you know. So yeah, just fucking horrendous. Just fucking, fucking horrendous. So yeah, Eric Reid, go fuck yourself. Um, you, ugh, gosh. Anyway, that's really everything I've got for today's episode. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to contact me, um... Feel free to do so. Um, I will try to, I, I, you know, you can find my email. I'm going to try to remember to put, down, put in my Instagram and Twitter in the description as well. And yeah, and have a wonderful day, everyone. Peace.